0: I love it. Little
1: a little uh, ass <laughs> ice.
0: A little ass? A little ice. <laughs> you think that's what I'm drinking today?
1: <laughs> ass in a glass.
0: Li- liquid ass in a glass on ice.
1: Oh, God, it's iced coffee, so that's...
0: Well, it's true. It's kind of true. It's, it's kind of
1: disgustingly accurate. It's fine. <laughs> well, and now that we've turned any new listeners away... <laughs> Welcome back to the weirdos that know us and love us. Yes. Hello.
0: I'm Cassie. And I'm Tiffany. And this is Happy Hour Gets Weird, our one and done episode. The house margarita of podcasts. Yep, the dollar Bear nights. We um, just have a little chat about all things silly on our one and done episodes. And this week is no different because I researched the funniest, in my opinion, the funniest origins for idioms which is a it's like a funny saying like um, I smell a rat when you feel like there's a traitor amongst you or there's more than one way to skin a cat please excuse that horrible saying to all those cat lovers out there but it means there's more than one way to do something which I guess you could just say there's more way (laughs) there more there's more than one way to do something rather than like talk about you know animal skinning but um so i like these idioms my favorite is when somebody uses two idioms the wrong way like i smell a fish like you always do like i do yes i'm in my favorite person because uh hello classic narcissism she just complimented (laughs) herself yes being an idiot (laughs) using two right (laughs) idioms to make a wrong i don't know
1: Anyways, can I tell you something really quick? Yes, of before course. Before we get into it, that reminds me of, um, I just thought of it because of the skinny cat expression, which, you know, not the best. Yeah. But me and my youngest daughter were watching 101 Dalmatians, the live action one, but not the new Cruella one. Mm-hmm. And um, she asked how Cruella would make the coat out of the puppy fur Mm -hmm. and she was so freaked out (laughs) so I just said she would shave the puppies and glue it onto a jacket oh trying to protect her okay right because she'd already cried three times because the dogs were getting kidnapped the dogs were gone Lucky was alone she was very upset Mm -hmm. and so um like 15 minutes later she asked if it would hurt the puppies to have them shaved and I said no, and then she still started crying anyways <laughs> and said that Cruella was so mean. So I'm just happy that I did not tell her the truth because she was so traumatized
0: by that movie. Um, that was a wonderful mom move to shelter your beautiful, sensitive child from the <laughs> harshities of the real world. And
1: I had this moment where I'm like, oh my God. You know, it is actually... <laughs> Corella really is a fucking
0: evil bitch. Yes, yeah, she she is the devil's mistress for <laughs> sure. I mean, great fashion sense though. True, you can't go wrong with black. I mean, and white. nobody wears a red lip like Corella. I mean, talk about getting kids into smoking, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Tell me these idioms. All right, I am going to list all of the. Sources in our episode description, per usual, Bored Panda, uh, Merriam Webster, and Inc.com. So, okay, first perfect. on our list, we have the idiom big wig. And we all know what this means you know, oh, she's a big wig at the, the company, or it's an important person, basically. Mm-hmm. So, originally, this is from the 17th century when wigs were a fashion statement. Uh, wigs and hair was very expensive and actually hair was sold by the strand okay yes and who's counting this oh um well here we go now because now I just have this mental picture in my head that I cannot scrub from my brain so it's said that the lower class wig wearers would only have several strands of hair on their wigs <laughs> <laughs> What? Yeah, I don't know what the point of that is but I guess hey whatever and the self- that is <laughs> the worst idea I've ever heard. So, while you are horrified with your mind's eye picture of people just walking around with like wigs on with just several <laughs> strands of hair, I will explain how big wig came about. The self-important upper class could afford more strands of hair obviously they had Mm -hmm. bigger wigs Uh uh-huh yeah and a funny side note about wigs wig is actually a slang term because Mm -hmm. the first wigs were made from straw and twigs a twig wig (laughs) a twig wig so just i'm fucking (laughs) done with this i can't handle these people (laughs) it's kind of crazy I just am seeing these old-timey people walking around with just straw and twigs on, uh, I don't know, glued on their head? I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just
1: got a new do. Probably didn't notice. It's, you know, not that different from my natural
0: hair. Did you see that lady? She only had four strands of hair. What a peasant.
1: <laughs> I got
0: twigs for my hair. <laughs> Oh my god, why are we doing accent? I don't know. And why am I? Who, how, what, when, when did I become join the cast of My Fair Lady? I don't know.
1: Painting like Van Gogh, painting like Van Gogh. <laughs> when I listened to that back, I swear I had a stroke. <laughs> Oh my God. My Fair Lady. Oh, Audrey Hepburn. The rain
0: in Spain falls mainly <laughs> on the plane.
1: On the plane. <laughs> when she swallows the marble, <laughs> and she's all scared. He's like, oh, don't worry about
0: it. I have plenty. <laughs> oh God. I love that uh, movie. um Okay.
1: So good. We're also 900 years old because that movie is so old. Oh uh, God. I can't believe we've both seen it. Like, the odds of us both even knowing lines from that movie is honestly, like, one in a
0: million. Well, I we are what basically one person. We have a hive-like mind. That's true. That's true. <clears throat> Which there is some science uh, behind that, but that's for another episode. All right. So, oh, and I just side note? Like, this is from the internet. It's I didn't actually go back in time to, like properly research the origins of these idioms mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. this is the best that i could do with research on the internet so these possibly are true could possibly be totally made up throughout history uh just t- so take that as you will no i believe it 100 <laughs> percent. Twig wigs. twig wigs okay so the next one how about you guess before i actually tell you the origin okay the next one is cat got your tongue and this means a loss for words or someone who's you know unusually quiet I'm so scared (laughs) because
1: I'm just picturing a cat biting off a man's tongue (laughs) I don't know I don't I don't I'm too afraid that this is gonna take a
0: bestiality Turn, are we going to prison? No, I'm not, for sure. Okay. Okay. What is it? Okay, so this is multiple different possibilities. Uh it could have come from the 17th century England. The English Navy used to flog sailors with a whip called Cat O Nine Tails. And uh obviously oh, yeah. okay. obviously it was very painful and it would leave the whipped speechless. Mm -hmm. or this could have come from ancient Egypt. Liars had their tongues cut out and the tongues were fed to cats.
1: Jesus, chill out, ancient Egypt. I know.
0: I mean, either one is not good. I mean,
1: yeah, (laughs) getting flogged with the, because I think those little whips have like a little spur on the end. Mm. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I mean, I haven't done a ton of whip research. I don't know why I just act like I know that. I think, I don't. I mean. Why do I do it? I <laughs> I don't know
0: who knows what happens behind closed doors uh, just have a collection
1: of whips and Indiana Jones costumes in my closet <laughs> yes um, those are both pretty brutal origins but better still than what I pictured which was a man French kissing a cat
0: yes, <laughs> yes. I mean also very, very not a good origin if that is if you just made up that origin watch in 50 years from now on the internet it's that's gonna be the new origin can
1: we try to get this podcast episode into space (laughs) that way if aliens are learning about our world they'll think that that's what happened
0: yes um okay the next one raining cats and dogs which means raining it's raining hard it's a it's a storm torrential downpour
1: um well, I know there used to be a lot of stray animals. A significant amount of stray animals, especially in cities. Okay, I really don't know this one. What
0: is it? Okay, so this one also has multiple sources. One is in the 17th century England, sewers weren't great. I mean, we could all admit that. And twig wigs and bad <laughs> sewers. I mean, sounds like what a, a time paradise. To <laughs> um Okay, so when it rained, uh, the sewers flooded, the streets flooded, and often, uh, the dead animals, mostly cats and dogs in the city, were in the sewers. They would be, you know, come up with a flood, and the streets would be filled with cats and dogs. That's one. Another possibility is, in the same terrible time, uh, cats and dogs would warm themselves on the thatch or straw roofs. And Mm -hmm. uh, when when a heavy rain came, it would make the roof slick and the animals would fly off the roofs into the streets, therefore literally raining cats and dogs.
1: (laughs) Okay. I'm doing terrible at this guessing game. Why the fuck did I say I should do this? I just pictured the cats and dogs on the roof and then the roof collapsing (laughs) on somebody and then some woman in her kitchen covered in thatch being like, I got a new wig, <laughs> best one yet.
0: Um, yes. So that could be a possible origin for raining cats and dogs. <clears throat> Which, if someone ever says raining cats and dogs, isn't that the cutest thing? It's a cute saying, but has a terribly dark meaning.
1: I. Whenever I'm talking about rain, I just start singing. <laughs> it's rain, and men. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's the only thing that I compare the weather to. Okay, is men,
0: I like it. That's a much better saying. Is
1: that one also from men sending themselves
0: on thatch roofs or no? <laughs> yes, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next one is "turn a blind eye," and that is to pretend not to notice something. Uh, I
1: feel like the origin of this is just in the expression. It
0: could be. It has actually, this has a very specific origin. Has to do with eyes. Is it from the Bible? <laughs> Is it the eye for an eye? No. <laughs> oh, okay, Ugh. so oh, there was this man. His name was Horatio Nelson, and he was a British naval officer who was also blind in one eye. In 1801, he led a naval attack when his commanding officer in the battle. Admiral Sir Hyde Parker signaled using flags that he needed to retreat. Nelson, who didn't want to acknowledge it, he turned to his fellow officer, he lifted his telescope to his blind eye and said he didn't see any signal and he continued to fire. <laughs> oh my god.
1: That guy kind of sounds like the world's biggest
0: smartass and I am kind of like it. I mean really kind of a cool way to use your blind eye
1: totally i would do stuff like that all the time if i had a blind eye
0: me too um i have uh, my uncle can't hear he's deaf in one ear i think he kind of uses that i would if i was him i would too (laughs) sorry didn't hear you
1: (laughs) didn't hear you say don't do that thing that i'm
0: doing still (laughs) okay so the next one is One for the road, which means a final drink before I leave. Any guesses?
1: One for the road. I just keep thinking of one for me, one for my homies.
0: (laughs) I mean, you're on the right track if you think about it.
1: I'm not going to get any of these. (laughs) You might. I'm mad that I even signed up for this (laughs) guess-em-up game.
0: Those condemned to hanging would be taken in, in England, old hanging, when they hanged people in England. To Oxford Street. But on the way there, they were allowed to stop and have one last drink on the road before death. That's one. Another person said, um, this could be a myth, that it, it probably had to do with a last meal made for a person headed on a long foot journey, specific foot journey. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. it's like, you know, to-go meal. But, you know, I like the idea that when person heading to their death has a last drink all right so next we have riding shotgun which was a game in our house we played growing up me and my siblings Mm -hmm. almost Mm -hmm. fought each other to the death on the front lawn trying to get to the front seat so riding shotgun is basically just riding in the passenger seat of any i'm assuming that
1: this has to do with people having a good seat for shooting a shotgun
0: you are correct this comes from the wild wild west and the front passenger of the stagecoach would hold the shotgun to protect against threat while the other man the horses um, it said that it wasn't actually used in the wild west but not until much later that riding shotgun meant the passenger who was carrying the shotgun
1: Yep. Genius, right here. Yep. You just proved it. 20% of the time, I'm right. 100% of the time.
0: <laughs> okay, so the next one we have is close, but no cigar. And that just means almost, but not quite successful.
1: I think that somebody would get a cigar if they won a thing.
0: <gasps> you are so Am I right. Yes, two for two. Yes all right so in the late 19th century carnival games were marketed towards adults (laughs) i thought that they were giving cigars to children i'm sure a couple (laughs) children got cigars
1: it's just the baby and roger rabbit
0: (laughs) so the prize was a cigar and obviously if the competitor didn't win they would say close but no cigar
1: that's a fascinating one. Yes. Um you know, I've I believe that about the carnival ga- carnival games being marketed towards adults because I don't think it was until like the eighties that people realized how much money there was at marketing to children, <laughs> and then shit just went wild. You know, like everything was pretty much always just adult focused, but now if you think about it, it's there's
0: everybody's trying to sell to kids. I, yes, exactly. That's why they have like fruity pebble flavored vapes mm-hmm. and i mean i'm sure in this time all the children were working in the factories while the adults were at the carnivals
1: and those kids just really wanted a cigar too they just so, wanted I mean, a smoke break they're just like please can i just take a fucking smoke break and drink my beer because the water
0: also poison so i mean karma really is fruity pebble vape pens
1: <laughs> it's all coming back around
0: it's full circle
1: Time is a flat circle, and that's a perfect example.
0: <laughs> okay, so the next one—I this is gone terribly wrong, but it's okay. We're offending people and babies and smoking children and carnival workers left and right. Wait a minute! Not to mention straw, twig, wig wearers and carnival workers. I said that I'm having another stroke. My goodness, is—is
1: is that why they call it a bush? Because of the twig wigs. <laughs> maybe
0: (laughs) maybe (laughs) what's that called a merkin merkin lurkin
1: what's a birkin
0: uh no it's a merkin it's a it's a bush wig lurkin oh god i'm gonna google (laughs) we're cutting
1: all that out we're cutting all that out
0: no it's a merkin yes it's a merkin
1: what do you glue it on? It's a pubic, like, how, like
0: yeah, it's a pubic like, wig,
1: like how some um, special effects are like glued.
0: Yeah. huh. Special effects glue. I. It's interesting. I think, I think I'm gonna invest in one of those just as a prank. I mean, you might love it. Anniversary prank. <laughs> you should. just really. How long could they be? <laughs> no, you got to think. You can. The and possibilities are endless here. If I were to get one, I'd get one with some pizzazz. You know, like pink hair or green hair or like, you know, sparkly hair. Oh, ooh, or, or like pencil. rainbow.
1: Remember remember uh, that episode we did about the wigs? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Rock and rolling in his rainbow wig. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> so this one is don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. And it means okay. don't throw away your desirables with your undesirables. I'm hoping in this scenario, the baby is a desirable i'm hoping um okay but can you guess where this came from i think that people used to accidentally toss their babies out with the
1: bath i think that you would be right their twig wig was in their eyes their merkin was riding up they had a lot of shit going on
0: (laughs) okay so in the 16th century most people only washed in a bath once a year what a time to be alive i mean paradise on earth just feel like your skin would just start to just fall off your body i feel like at that point you would just be a lizard like you would just not even be human anymore so the entire household would use the same bath water once a year fuck and of course the patriarchy wins with this one the man of the house would be first with the cleanest Oh,
1: the the dirtiest smelliest person in the whole house that makes sense yes
0: he would take the bath first and then any other male members living in the household then the woman of the house would take a bath and then the female children and lastly the most vulnerable the baby infants you would Okay.
1: Not even the baby would go first. The baby's tiny and I would hope to God the cleanest. Yep. But yeah, let's have the baby go last. The baby's actually dirtier after the bath. Yes. The baby probably wants you to throw it out with the bath water (laughs) at this point. It's like, please. I think
0: the baby jumped out with the bath water because...
1: (laughs) Fuck this family.
0: So it's said that the water would be so dirty, the women washing the children would have to keep an eye not to throw the baby out with the bath water, which... I don't know how you would, wouldn't would see a baby in the bath before you picked it up and tossed it out the window. But, hey, stranger stranger things have happened. They have were raining cats and dogs. They had, you know, carcasses in the streets. People were walking around with fucking twigs on their head. I don't know. So, yeah, that is where that came from. Uh, poor baby. Yes, yeah, seriously. It is. It, that's disgusting if you think about it. It's like every baby,
1: like any baby that survived during that time was just like the strongest fucking baby.
0: <laughs> Seriously. I don't even like my own bathwater after 10 minutes. I can't imagine no. sharing bathwater with people who haven't bathed in a year. Ooh, God. Yeah. Ugh. <clears throat> okay. So next we have Jay Walker, which – A person crossing the street unlawfully or without regard. And do you have any guesses on this one? Hmm,
1: J. J is a letter.
0: J is a bird.
1: I'm saying words and watching her facial expressions to see if she gives
0: it away. Jello. No, I got nothing. But you were onto something with J. It obviously has to do with J, but it's not the letter. It's J-A-Y, a word, J. J-bird? Kind of, but that's a rumor on the internet. So, so when cars started- <laughs> to- I
1: started before this episode. <laughs> uh,
0: I almost fell for it, but I dug a little deeper. Uh, when cars became popular, extreme amounts of people were being killed by speeding cars through city streets. <laughs> Jesus. Because before cars, you were just willy-nilly walking around the street, right? There wasn't designated crossing areas. There were just It was normal. And then J, J-A-Y, was a derogatory term for an idiot, a dull person, unsophisticated person, uh, dummy, whatever. Mm-hmm. So instead of just, like, educating people on, like, how not to uh, run entire families mm-hmm. over trying to cross the street... Car yeah. companies started to advertise that people walking across the street in non-designated areas were J-walkers, so idiots. So people, because they didn't want to seem public be seen as a public idiot, started using footpaths and designated crossing uh, walks hmm. and crossing spots. So, yeah, it seems like the long way to get to a solution to uh problem but okay
1: i think that shame is a fast way to change people's <laughs> that's behavior true. that's probably true. not the nicest
0: shame 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 shame, shame. shame. um Sh- I-
1: <laughs> jesus <clears throat> They're like look at these idiots like nobody is at all sorry that somebody's
0: getting hit by a car i mean I- honestly like getting run over wasn't shameful enough That
1: wasn't punishment enough. Then Ford had to call you an idiot left and right. (laughs)
0: Yes. Um, All right. And our last on the list is probably the most gory of them all. To fly off the handle, become quickly enraged. Any guesses? Mm.
1: Well, you said it's the most gory. So I'm assuming it has somebody hurling off of an object and dying somehow handle of what though handle like farm equipment
0: Mm, getting there getting there Mm, i don't know flying flying off of what handle what's the handle okay so in the 1800s axes weren't of the best quality so while doing farm work or chopping wood say the axe head would fly off the handle who where it land nobody knew um right in the old twig wig right in the old merkin right in the old (laughs) straw loaf um i don't know that's somebody wearing a straw wig that loaf i guess is another word for head i I learned so many things why did you make it rhyme i don't i don't know um so yeah it's dangerous and annoying obviously and that's where fly out the handle comes from, and yes, this might have seemed to be a, um, you know, English major nerd alert episode, but I thought it was kind of funny, and we say these things, we hear these things, and um, it's kind of cool to know where they came from, or where they might have come from. Where I hope they came from. I mean, if you think about it, a lot of things that we do or say have dark origins, You know,
1: I know, I mean, I can think of a few examples specifically that I don't really want to get into because it's a fucking major bummer, but (laughs) there are a lot of sayings in America that are very, very, um, specific because Mm -hmm. of our dark history. Mm -hmm. So the next time you say something and you're like, where does this come from? Maybe you should look it up and educate yourself because we cannot get better if we
0: don't learn from our past. Yes. The more you know. <laughs> do, do, do. Okay, and I just <laughs> wanted to end. I did find an a, an extremely funny saying that uh, Australians say, and I I think it's an idiom. I think. Uh, so they say, I didn't come here to fuck spiders. Oh my god, I love it! I'm saying that every day, and I am going to work that into my vocabulary. Thank you so much, Australia. It's a gem. should be loud and beautiful loud and proud and i what it basically means is like i didn't come here to mess around and it's usually a response to kind of like rhetorical question or like a senseless question like hey do you Mm want to have a beer and you say like i didn't come here to fuck spiders
1: uh can we name the title that we can just put a little asterisk
0: yeah Mm -hmm.
1: uh i was just gonna use it just good morning, I didn't come here to fuck spiders,
0: <laughs> time to get up, breakfast is ready, I didn't come here to fuck spiders. I mean, next time somebody at work asks you if you did something or they were surprised by the fact that you got something done so efficiently, you, you just say, I didn't come here to fuck spiders. That'll get me far.
1: <laughs> That'll get me far in my place of work.
0: Oh, and They'll appreciate it. <laughs> and I wanted to mention, speaking of loud and proud, happy Pride Month whoop whoop happy pride so excited it's pride month and we just couldn't go another episode without saying happy pride month to they's gays and everybody in the lgbtq community q plus community we love you we see you we support you and happy pride
1: we love you and we definitely support you
0: and have the best pride ever Pride 2020 Waxed and back. And Woo-hoo. hopefully, and then, next year, hopefully, Pride Parades will commence. I was a little disappointed this year. I mean, I understand it's we're getting out of it, we're ending a pandemic, but a lot of Pride Parades are virtual this year. And mm-hmm. I am just, I cannot wait next year until Pride Parades are hopefully back in live action. We should go. Absolutely. I, I've already ordered my nipple pasties, my rainbow nipple pasties. Rainbow merkin. merkin. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much for listening. This is the end of our One and Done episode. We'll be back next week with the main episode. We so appreciate you listening and don't forget to love yourself, lock your doors, and light some sage. Cheers to that. Cheers to that.